Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 510. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. And Happy New Year, everybody. As part of our author interview series, today we're speaking with Mara Rutherford, author of the new book, Kingdom of Sea and Stone. We're fortunate that Mara Rutherford has agreed to read a passage from the book for us today, but let me tell you a little bit about Mara before we get to that. Mara is back with us on the Not All Better Show with her new novel, and you'll recall previously that Mara and I are related. My dear cousin Nancy had triplets, and Mara is one of three, who I've gotten to know well, and you'll know her a bit after our conversation today, but trust me when I tell you this is not nepotism, but a great sequel and duology from a book series from a very hardworking author. Additionally, as I've mentioned previously, Kingdom of Sea and Stone is an ideal read for all ages, but particularly so for grandparents and grandchildren. Hence, no favoritism here. Just a great story for all. We'll have links up for more information about Mara Rutherford, but briefly, Mara Rutherford began her writing career as a journalist, but quickly discovered she preferred fantasy to reality. As I say, Mara Rutherford is a triplet born on Leap Day, and Mara holds a master's degree in cultural studies from the University of London. Mara has lived all over the world along with her young family and Marine-turned-diplomat husband. Mara Rutherford's sequel, YA Fantasy to the Crown of Coral and Pearl. The sequel is titled Kingdom of Sea and Stone, is available for sale now published by HarperCollins. And now let's hear as Mara Rutherford reads from her new book, The Kingdom of Sea and Stone. She risked everything to save her kingdom, but the crown's fate still hangs in the balance. Not long ago, Nor would have given anything to explore Alara, the kingdom beyond her sea village of Varenia. But ever since she was forced into that world in her sister's stead, Nor has wanted nothing more than to return to the place and people she loves. After Alarian court politics take a deadly turn, Nor's wish comes true, but not in the way she'd hoped. Varenia is now facing the wrath of Alara, and Nor is cast out in blame. When Prince Talon arrives with news that changes everything, Nor knows a war is coming. Together with her twin sister Zadie, Nor must rescue their childhood best friend and seek new allies to fight alongside their small army. As an old enemy resurfaces more powerful than ever, Nor will have to harness all of her strength to keep the kingdom from falling apart. There are forces within the world more mysterious than Nor ever guessed, and she'll need to stay alive long enough to conquer them. That, of course, is our guest today, author Mara Rutherford, reading from her new book, Kingdom of Sea and Stone. Please join me in welcoming back to the Not Old Better Show, author Mara Rutherford. Mara Rutherford, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. It's good to be back. And it's good to talk to you, too. Welcome. I always love catching up to you because you're such a world traveler, and I just want to just start off and just make sure everybody good, family healthy, you guys uh, weary from all of your many, many travels, and, and of course, my best to you this New Year's, but uh, most of all, just want you to be healthy and well. Yes, we have been um, holed up in Serbia for most of the year, but uh, lucky to be home for the holidays, and everyone has been has been healthy so far. So. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Of course, we're going to talk um, today about Kingdom of Sea and Stone, your new book, which I, I loved. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Thank you. I, I, thought, I just thought it was just this excellent follow-up to your debut novel and uh, has some great settings, some really wonderful characters. And I want to I want to jump in and talk about that. It's a sequel. It's a duology. And, and the bond between the sisters is 
is still strong from uh, previously with the, the crown of coral and pearl. So tell us, catch us up a little bit about the book, maybe because in the in the in, in the book, The Kingdom of Sea and Stone, you, you offer a narrative that kind of catches up. So maybe catch our audience up a little bit on the story, the sisters, their relationship, their beauty, Varenia. Uh, I love the the subtitle, um, Turn the Tide, Seize the Throne. And of course, the subtitle from uh, Crown of Coral and Pearl is Steal the Crown, Save the Kingdom. So we're jumping ahead here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, I will catch people up on the story a bit first. So um, we end book one with Nor reuniting with her sister and heading back to her home village in the ocean, Varenia. And she thinks she's going to go home and be reunited with her family and, and hopefully that everything will go well. But of course, this is a sequel, so it doesn't all go well and it's not what she's hoping for. And so Nor and Zadie are still as close as ever, but they've both changed a lot since they were last together. And that's what um, Nora is sort of realizing when she gets back to Varenia. And uh, as far as the, the taglines go, um, yeah, we wanted to mirror the same format, obviously, as the, the first book. Um, and it's a funny thing with taglines, you know. <laughs> you, it's hard sometimes to come up with them. Same with titles. And uh, so I would just kind of make a list of words and try different combinations to see what worked. And I fortunately have a couple of um, good friends who are also writers. And one of them was the one who finally came up. Actually, we had seized the throne, turned the tide, and then my editor flipped that. And that's how we got this one. So... Yeah, I like it. I like that. I thought that was, I thought that was very clever. As as your writing always is, as I say, I love the book. I just really am going to recommend it highly to to our audience. And the title. Uh, Kingdom of Sea and Stone, which you've read a, a brief passage uh, from, and, and we always love that. The title Kingdom of Sea and Stone refers to land and water. What's the role of each of those in the story? Well, we see a lot of Varenia and the ocean world in book one, um, but the majority of book two actually takes place on land and in other parts of the kingdom than we'd seen before. So I wanted, again, to mirror the format of the title from the first book, um, but touch on the fact that now Nor's world isn't just the ocean anymore. It also is land and how uh, she's aiming to bring everyone together. I mean, that's really her goal. So that's where the title came from. Hey, it's Paul. I just want to take a quick moment and tell you about our sponsor today, HelloFresh. And we'll be right back with author Mara Rutherford and her wonderful new novel, Kingdom of Sea and Stone. You're going to want to know more about this terrific new book, so please stay tuned. I'll say it again. Our sponsor today is HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? HelloFresh is America's most popular meal kit. And here's why. HelloFresh offers you mouth-watering, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door contact-free. HelloFresh gives you these beautiful, appealing meals with a focus on fresh ingredients, simple cooking methods, and bold flavors. HelloFresh makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. The meals are delivered right to your front door, contact-free. I'll say that again, contact-free. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know, with the new year approaching quickly, HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less, turning those New Year's resolutions 
right into realities. I've really taken it upon myself to eat healthier since the quarantine began, and I want to extend that habit into 2021. So eating healthier has never been easier with locale, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options from HelloFresh. Every week, no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with produce sourced directly from farmers. It's especially important to me to cut down on grocery bills right now, as well as food waste, and HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden to the planet and your wallet. <laughs> this week, we tried the Pork Flauta Supreme with Pico de Gallo Lime Crema. Wow, fantastic. So simple and so enjoyable to eat and prepare for our family. Next on our list is the Smothered Pepper Jack Burgers. You get barbecue potato wedges with that, and we are excited. So are my two sons. There is lots to love with HelloFresh, and my family absolutely agrees. We're cooking together these days, and the kitchen is busy and active, but our favorite HelloFresh recipes with all the ingredients makes it super fun to be there together. You know, if your new year is already off to a busy start, then HelloFresh's new Easy Eats options are perfect for you. From oven-ready to 10 to 20-minute meals, these quick and easy meal solutions take the prep and stress out of home cooking. My mouth is watering right now, and I'm sure yours is too, so please go to HelloFresh.com slash NotOldBetter10 and use the code NotOldBetter10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. We're going to have all of this in the show notes. But remember, that's HelloFresh.com slash NotOldBetter10 and use the code NotOldBetter10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Remember, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So Happy New Year and enjoy HelloFresh. Thanks, everybody. And now back to our interview with young adult author Mara Rutherford. Mara, thanks again for joining us. And we appreciate the insider info, but no spoilers here, of course. But <laughs> but the character growth I thought was was just fantastic with Noor. This kind of this uncertainty is kind of this new wrinkle. What led you to kind of that progression with Noor? Well, I think, you know, in book one, her goal is so clear to help her people and then to reunite with her family even though originally she thought the thing she wanted most in the world was to, to leave home. Um, and so in book two, I think she's realizing, you know, the expression, you can never go home again, right? That, that it's not the same. She's not the same and neither is home. And so now she has to really think about, okay, I, I don't fit back into my old life. What do I want my new life to look like? And certainly it mirrors my own life and the fact that I've spent so much time traveling and, searching for the definition of what home is for me and my family. And so, so yeah, it's just Nor um, having to kind of decide what comes next and what is her future going to look like. And is she ready now? Is she really ready to settle down? Or is that not what she wants for herself after all? I mean, she's only 17, so she's got, you know, a lot of life ahead of her. And, and uh, it's a big question that we all face at that age. So 
Yeah, I, I, I think that that's true. I, I also found that um, there were other parallels, of course. This, this life that you lead, <laughs> you have uh, a, very much a, a political influence in your life uh, many, many days of the week, I know, with, uh, with your husband's work. <laughs> and and uh, yet here we are at the end of 2020. Uh, to a certain extent, politics is behind us. The book has been out a couple of months. And by the way, I'll just say this again. The book is getting great reviews online. I found many, many wonderful comments about the book. But I wonder if you'd talk a little bit about this kind of this idea of the moral themes in the book, the government and political influence, because it's very present. Sure. Um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it's, as you said, politics are a big part of my life because of what my husband does. He's a political officer in the Foreign Service. Mm-hmm. And we've lived in now three different countries. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly seeing different political systems at work. And so I do think that is a big part of my life even aside from American politics, which certainly in the last few years has been a much bigger part of our life as, as just people, as citizens, but also having a husband who works for the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. So um, I do think that seeps in, maybe not even consciously, although, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of books with royalty, I think, deal with politics that's inherent in that style of book. Um, and I, like I said, it wasn't necessarily something I was consciously setting out to do. But, but I do think it's become such a big part of my life that it would be impossible to not, to not include that. Um, and it's, you know, Nor has her own personal conflicts going on, but she's also dealing with these much broader, um, world politics and, and being away from home and learning different political systems. So when she goes to Gallith, which is the kingdom that she's introduced to in this book that she hasn't been to. Well, it's part of Alara, but it's its own sort of sub-kingdom. Um, she sees a totally different way of governing and living. And so it's causing her to question what what does she think works best and what um, does she want for herself? So, You know, I just follow up on that too, because you kind of make this reference to um, royalty and the politics that are always inherent in, in that world. I, I wonder what mm-hmm. what influences you from a um, kind of a culture, a pop culture standpoint. Do you, do you get to watch The Crown? That jumps to mind as a you know just a program that certainly we're enjoying. We we love The Crown. Yeah, yeah we get that. Yeah, we watched season one of The Crown, and then we sort of jumped into the Diana years recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I watched a lot of. Well, I read a lot of fantasy novels, mm-hmm. um, and I do watch fan- like Game of Thrones. Certainly, we we watch that together. Um, trying to think, what other royal shows are we <laughs> we watching right now? I liked Victoria when that mm-hmm. was on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just sort of inherent uh, drama and fascination with with monarchies, and you know, not everything being about who who deserves to be where they are, but who gets where they are, uh, you know, by any means necessary, and what they do to hold on mm-hmm. to power. So, yeah, it is a young adult fantasy, but I I think it's really a book for all readers. I loved it. And I, of course, have read uh, your previous books and uh, loved those as well. I have to tell you, I, I sent the book. You you sent me very generously. You sent me a copy of the book. I read it. I sent it on to my sister, who is really in need of some good things to read right now. And so oh. we're, we're going to share it amongst the family. We also, over the years, as a family, have shared reading with each other. And that's just been a cherished part of our family. I'm sure you'd recommend that too, reading kind of aloud. Do you, do you 
do you do that with your boys? Do you get a chance to? Yeah, uh, we still uh, read to them uh, almost every night, even though my older son is 11 now and our younger son is six. And he's finally really reading well on his own and, you know, sneaking his own books into bed at night now. But my love of books is so huge. My husband reads a lot, but he reads much more nonfiction and I'm definitely more in the fictional, fantastical realm. Um, but that's a big part of our house and we have a lot of books. And so, and I'm talking about books all the time. And so both of my sons are, are good readers and enthusiastic readers, which means a lot to me. So, Yeah, I, I find the same. Both our boys are just, um, readers and uh, I like that. I, I think that's, you know, that's just a, a way to kind of visit other places, other worlds, learn kind of some new things in a, in a very um, creative way. You get to just be kind of in your head a little bit. So we're wrapping up yeah. the duology here. And um, mm-hmm. and I know you're busy. I mean, I, I just cherish the amount of time that I get to spend with you and talk about this. But what's what's next? Tell us a little bit about, because I, I looked on the website. We're going to put links to where you can find out more information about uh, Mara Rutherford and her website, all of her work. And I found Luminous coming up in 2021. So maybe tell us if I got that right. Luminous is the title of the book coming up. At, yes. Yep. Yes. Um, so Luminous is a book that I, I wrote right after I finished writing Crown of Coral and Pearl. And uh, it's another fantasy novel, um, but set in a completely different world than the duology is. And um, it follows uh, the main character, Leora, who has a magical power that she's had to keep hidden because there is a warlock who works for the king who takes other mages and uses their power for his own sort of power and, you know, financial gain. And, um, of course, something happens and Leora has to reveal her power. And again, we have a sister relationship because those are obviously very important to Mm me. (laughs) Um, and her childhood best friend who she's in love with also gets tangled up in all of this. So she has to uh, save the world (laughs) once again, you know, um, and, uh, it has some, Jewish themes in it, which is mm-hmm. important to me mm-hmm. because I am Jewish, and it's not religious, but I think it has some more of the cultural elements in it, and it's sort of this art deco fantasy world that I had a lot of fun creating. My friend made the map, and it's really cool, so I'm excited to share that with people, and I have some idea of what the cover is going to be, and hopefully we'll be revealing that in the next month or so, and you'll start hearing more about it online as, as we get into the new year and ramping up for publication next fall. So I'm very excited. And then of course I'm working on book four at the moment, which will be another fantasy that is another standalone um, and having a lot of fun with that. So definitely keeping busy, which is what I like. You are, yeah. <laughs> you are busy. You're, you're just a, you have a busy family. I know you've got, uh, your boys are busy and you're a busy mom and, and a, a great author. We're going to miss, um, nor, but you know what? I would love to have you come back and tell us about oh, uh, Luminous more, and we'll share that with our, our audience. But what a pleasure it's to talk to you to, today, Mara, and uh, just uh, keep going. And I know you're just so hardworking at all of this, and uh, what, a, what a wonderful chance it is for me to catch up with you. And thanks for the book, and uh, thanks for the time today being so generous. Of course. It's wonderful for me, too. So thank you very much. My thanks to author Mara Rutherford and her new book, the sequel to Crown of Coral and Pearl, titled Kingdom of Sea and Stone, and to Hello Fresh, 
for sponsoring today's show. And to all of you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show listeners, be safe, everyone. Practice smart social distancing. And let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. And remember, Happy New Year.